Our next retreat is finally here. It's called Adventures in Energetics, and it's happening November 8th to the 14th, 2024 in Boquete, Panama. This seven-day, six-night retreat in the beautiful cloud forest of Panama is going to be a unique experience. This program is a not-for-beginners retreat. And what I mean by that is you will actually have to fill out an application before you will be accepted to be able to register for the program because we are going to be doing more advanced level energetics and I need to make sure that everybody who comes is actually ready for the work. We will be doing a Kundalini awakening. We will be doing group visioning process called a spiritual canoe. We will be doing daily presence practices and working on expanding our energy. We will be doing daily rituals. This process will be related to specifically the people who are there because in addition to filling out the questionnaire about what your experience is, you're also gonna ask for what it is that you'd like to learn. So part of the curriculum for this is set and part of it will be designed around the desires of the participants. I only have 20 beds available for this retreat, so it will fill up quickly. So this is the time to register. Do not wait. To find out more, go to kellysparta.com forward slash retreat. I look forward to seeing you there. Another blood red sunset and yet another moon face and still another hundred miles to my next resting place. Driving down the road, eyes on the horizon, within my car I'm all Feeling good and feeling strong Knowing that this path I'm on brings me to myself I'm driving Hey now all, I'm Joey C. Welcome back to another episode of Spirit Sherpa. This is the show that helps and encourages you on your journey to unlock your magic mojo. With me as always is the spirit doctor, Kelly Sparta. Hey Kelly. Hey Joey. How's your tree? Well, the limbs are off. Okay. Jeff did his job. <laughs> Jeff did his job. The lifts, the limbs are off, but he didn't quite get all of them because he discovered that he's more afraid of heights than he thought he was. Yeah. I've yeah. been down that road where it's like, oh, we're going to cut down this tree. Get up on that ladder with a chainsaw. <laughs> That's yeah. scary. Well, we actually have a friend who dropped off a, sc- a scaffolding. Mm-hmm. So the first layer of scaffolding was like, high enough. Yeah. <laughs> and he was like, the second layer, maybe not so much. So our friend is coming by hopefully this weekend. I say hopefully because both days have chances of thunderstorms. And the last thing you want is to be holding an electrical powered tool on a metal scaffolding under a tree. True <laughs> in a story. Thunderstorm. Yes, indeed. <laughs> <laughs> so we're like, mm, maybe it'll get done this weekend. Yep. Maybe not. Yeah. Well, it progress, baby. That's what it's all about. That's Taking it. steps. One step at a time. This tree is I, on a I, transformational journey. It is. It is. And I have to give him credit. He has been taking things down and breaking them down. And he's been lumberjacking hard. And he's just really loving his lumberjack self. He's discovering that he was meant to be a lumberjack. And, and let's be honest, you know, when your man's in lumberjack mode, it's kind of hot. It is. It is. See? There we it go. Is. Can't <laughs> complain. And then, of course, there's the fires at night, which don't hurt either. Don't hurt either. Exactly that. So, Kelly, I also noticed on the Facebook group that you posted a video today. I did. You've got some secret stuff going on in your secret chambers. I do. You want to talk <laughs> about that a little bit? Well, maybe. Or do you want to just tell people, <laughs> go to Spirit Sherpa by Kelly Sparta Facebook group 
and watch for yourself. You could tell them that. We could. And, you know, if we have enough time at the end, maybe I'll tell you about it oh, at the end. But, but there's some, some cool stuff coming out. And, and I'm asking for some input from people who are diehard listeners and people who are following and stuff to, to help me mm-hmm. to formulate things. But, yes, there's some cool stuff coming out. Oh, audience participation. We like it. Indeed. So what are we talking about today here on this episode of Spirit Sherpa? Well, speaking of audience participation, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I actually got a question from someone on Facebook Messenger okay. saying that they had a question. They specifically asked me not to use their name, so I'm not going to. Mm-hmm. I will read the question and say this is what we're, we're talking about for this episode, which is she'd like to learn how to let go when the ego is deeply hurt. When someone has hurt you or someone you love, how to get over it and to see the beauty and light in the person who hurt you, how to make it work, how to let go of anger and disappointment. That's a rich topic. It is a rich topic. And so we've only got half an hour, so we're going to do the best we can. Okay. It's a deep topic, right? Because there's a lot of pieces and parts to it. Okay. The first thing I want to say is that there is this tendency specifically from for my people, the the challenged childhood people who want to be perfect, who want to get it right. We all just want to be able to just let it go and forgive and be spiritual. Om and namaste our way through it, right? right? Yeah. That's like, that's really what we want to do. And that is not how it works. Yeah. That is spiritual bypass. And we have a whole episode on that. So if you don't know what that means, go look it up because it, it was a good episode. You know, I don't think that's what this person was asking me, but I just, I needed to say that out loud because uh, some people will resonate with that. (laughs) And uh, maybe more of us than would care to admit that we resonate (laughs) with that. Yes. The thing that's important when you're trying to get over a hurt, the first thing is to acknowledge your part in it. And the reason that I say that is because when we acknowledge our part in it, we realize that we played a role in creating it. One of the biggest challenges is when we feel like we were out of control, that we were victimized. Mm -hmm. And the more victimized you feel, the harder it is to get over something because your divine self (laughs) is going, wait, what happened? I I create my reality. No, what? What? What happened? This no, this isn't okay. This this shit is not supposed to happen. I am the divine self and I am God and I understand how this stuff works and I create your No, wait, what? <laughs> so there's part of us that's going, I feel betrayed, right? My my power, where'd my power go? Right. And so I'm making light of it, but it's true. Okay. Mm-hmm. There's part of us that's just like completely shocked that this has happened because on some level, we know that we create everything. Right. And so for us to get blindsided is sort of like the ultimate party trick for the omnipotent being, right? <laughs> and it's that's what's so shocking about it. And so the very first thing is to really note how you played a role. And that role may have been, I didn't see who the person was. Okay. It doesn't have to be, I created it. It just has to be, I didn't see who it was. Right. Because, you know, I had a boyfriend once compulsive liar, like just, he believed his own lies. Yeah. It it makes it impossible energetically to pick up on because he believes them. Yeah. And so everything you're using to test for truth 
comes up true because he believes it. And so, you know, that's a moment of, whoa, what happened, right? There's a piece where we just didn't see the person for who they were, Mm -hmm. or we did see who they were. And we asked them to be someone else. And even if they agreed to be somebody else, they're never actually going to be somebody else. And that's a tough one in general. That's a tough thing to ask even. Right. But, you know, we challenge childhood people. We love to fix people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just like, ooh, I got to fix your effort. Yay. <laughs> I can be of service. No, you can just be, you know, trying to tell somebody that they need to be somebody else, which is not great for their self-esteem and not very kind. Yeah. And, you know, setting yourself up to be hurt at the same time, which is challenging to hear, but true nonetheless. You know, or it could be that you pick the wrong person to be with. Or it could be that, so like my ex-husband, I lied to him about who I was because I was trying to be the person I thought he wanted me to be so that he would love me. Yep. And that was my fault. I did that. I did it for what I thought were all the right reasons, but I did that. Mm -hmm. That was my bad. So when you own what's true, what your part in the process was, then you begin to feel like you have some semblance of your power back. Okay. That's the very first thing is that we, we have a tendency when we get hurt to lose our power. We pretend that that power has been taken from us. And I say we pretend because your power is always yours. No one can take it from you. Right. right. And so the very first thing to do is to find a way to take your power back. And, the, and you don't do that by fighting with the other person. You do that by acknowledging you already have it. Mm-hmm. And that's where the responsibility piece comes from, because with great responsibility comes great power. Yes. Backwards <laughs> from Spider-Man. Yes. And that's step one. Step two is, and, and here's the other piece. So I'm, I'm going to assume, and I don't have all the details about where this person's question came from, so I'm going to have to make some assumptions. So I'm going to assume that there was a breakup as a result. Okay. When you describe that level of pain and hurt, either it's a family member yep. or there's a breakup coming. There may be a breakup with the family member too. Yeah. But regardless, we as empaths have a tendency to be energetically codependent. And what that means is that we smush our energy fields together with our partners. And we've talked about this in the past. Yep. Uh, we tend to energetically mix our energies with our partners. And so we don't know where we end and they begin and so on. And so when you split up, you leave pieces of yourself behind in their energy field and you have pieces of them behind in your energy field. And so it's makes breakup really hard and really ugly. And it's really hard to get over the person. And blah, right. So, so the key is to call the pieces of yourself home and to send their pieces back. And you do that by just putting a filter through their energy field and calling your pieces back and putting a filter through your energy field and sending their pieces back. And I, and I could hear you all going, but how do I do that? And there's an episode that tells you how, but it's very simple. Visualize. <laughs> okay. If you're visual, visualize a, a filter, literally going through the field and pulling right. the energy out. And if you're kinesthetic, then just feel the parts of yourself coming home and then evict the parts of themselves that are your that are in your field and send those back. Yep. And, and that's a feeling process, right? 
the thing I'm going to say is you guys make this so much harder than it is. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I, I get so many how questions after I've just said how. Right. It, it really is as simple as I say it is. The how question that you ask after I tell you that is you resisting the process and not believing it can be that easy. Yeah. And that's you resisting your power. Well, and I ask you that all the time. You give an answer. I'm like, yeah, but what what do we really have to do? That's that's the summary. What is what is it really? And right. you often say to me, no, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> Just that. Sit still, clear your mind, visualize the person, do the process, and you're done. Okay. And that's it. Okay. So first thing, you take your power back any way you can in terms of, you know, taking your responsibility for the part you played. The second thing is you make sure that you have all your energy in your energy field yeah. and that you don't have anybody else's energy in your field. That's the second thing. And then the third thing is healing the heart. You got to be sad. Mm -hmm. Okay. And this is a part we try to skip to because we're good at soldiering on. I'm just going to shove that down and soldier on. I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. God damn it. Don't you mess with me. I'm fine. <laughs> that, and that's where it goes, right? Because we get angrier and angrier the more stuff we stuff. Yeah. You got to give yourself space to be sad. Yeah. And if you have a hard time accessing your sad, go watch a sad movie. Watch a few Hallmark commercials. And that's really a key piece of this process because in our current society, especially here in the U.S., we're so programmed not to let the sadness come out. We're told, don't be sad. Don't right. be sad. Don't cry. And sometimes that's actually the most important step that people yeah. try to push away or stuff or bypass with the I'm fines. Yeah. And even in the spiritual community, especially in the spiritual community, yeah. right? It's because, you know, there's always someone happy to look at you and say, well, you have to forgive them. Mm -hmm. And it's like, you know, first I have to be pissed. Right. Then I have to be sad. Yeah. And then if I feel like it, I have to forgive them. Mm -hmm. Right. If I'm ready, I have to. And when I say if I feel like it, it's if I'm ready. Right. right? Because being able to forgive someone who has hurt you is a process of being willing to let go of the hurt. Right. And it's not about saying it was okay that it happened. It's about being willing to let the hurt fall aside and have it have the memory of what happened just be a memory. Right. So that it falls back into the place of any other memory. And you go, yep, lesson learned. And again, you've said key words here in the sense that this is a process. This is yeah. not something that somebody hurts you and then it's like, oh, well, that's fine. I'm okay. It's all over. You allow this process to happen because there's a lot of work that goes into this. Yeah. And if the relationship is going to continue, then you also need to stand up for yourself and say, hey, this wasn't okay. Right. I had a disagreement with a friend of mine recently where, you know, my feelings got hurt. He asked me for something. I gave it to him. He used it in a way that I wasn't excited about. My feelings got hurt. And I said, well, it's over and done with. Can't be changed. I know that I can not offer that again and not have that experience again because, you know, we've known each other a long time. Hasn't happened before. Good chances it isn't going to happen again. So I could just let it go. And then I went, but it's going to make me 
hold back from him in the future. Right. And so I spoke up because I wanted to clear it between us because otherwise it was going to keep me. It, I wasn't going to like make a big deal out of it, but it would have kept me from trusting him in the future. Yep. And so, you know, I said, Hey, this didn't work for me. This hurt my feelings. And he was like, Oh, Oh, I'm really sorry. I'm like, Thank you. But if you don't speak up, if you don't say this hurt my feelings, you know, this wasn't okay. The way that this was handled, right. Then, you know, you don't give the other person the opportunity to apologize. Exactly. You don't give the other person an opportunity to realize that they hurt your feelings at all. And then you go on thinking that you don't matter to them. Right. Because, you know, they didn't care that they hurt your feelings. It's like, no, they probably didn't know they didn't that they know. hurt your feelings. To, right? to them, it was not intending to hurt and they didn't see why it would. Exactly. And he was quite surprised. Yeah. So the thing... That you have to be aware of is you have to be willing to advocate for yourself mm -hmm. right and you know the rule of thumb and and i want to be really clear this comes from the human awareness institute this is not mine uh, but the rule of thumb is you only clear with somebody if you want to get closer to them if you are done with them clearing is not an option yeah <laughs> right you just be done with them. Right. Right. Because when we say, I want to clear with you when we're going to be done with somebody, no, it's, I want to beat you up so that you feel as bad as I feel. Yeah, exactly. That is not, that is not an okay thing to do. So you're going to take responsibility for your, your own actions and what you did. You're going to clear your field and their field and make sure everybody's got their own energy. You're going to feel bad mm -hmm. and sad and mad and, whatever other ads you've got, right? <laughs> yep. And you're going to speak up for yourself. Yep. Now that you've done all of those things, now you're going to say, okay, what did I learn? Interesting. What did I learn? Because no challenge comes without a gift. Okay. And so once you've had your feelings and you've set your boundaries and you have taken your responsibility and your power... Once you've done all of those things, now it's time to really look at it and say, okay, what did this teach me? Mm -hmm. Because that's the last thing you do to let go of the hurt and the pain is you say, okay, what was the gift that I got in exchange for this? And when you can receive the gift, you can release the pain. Well, and, there, and there's also something to be said about the ability to see it as a gift means that you're at that stage to release the pain. Yeah. You know, I, we'll go back to my ex-husband again. I What did I learn? I learned don't lie about who you are. Yeah. I learned that you can't turn yourself into a pretzel to make somebody else happy, especially if they're committed to not being happy. Right. I learned so much. That relationship was such a gift. There were so many things that I got out of it. Mm -hmm. and, and yet, you know, it's funny because, you know, I, I had that relationship and it ended and I thought I had processed everything. And then when I got engaged to my husband, my, my present husband, like six years ago, we started talking about it. And I was like, I'm having a panic attack. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's been 16 years since I've been married. And there's a reason why I said I'd never do this again. <laughs> you know, sometimes the feelings come back up later that you didn't realize you needed to process in the moment or that didn't come up in the moment because... 
by the time you started processing your emotions, you were on the other side of it. So like, I, I didn't start processing my emotions about the divorce until I was out. Right. And by which time I no longer felt trapped. So it, it didn't come up. Right. Yeah. And so sometimes, you know, things come back later and it's like, ah! <laughs> so there's that, but that's the process. I mean, it's not a quick one. It's no. not an easy one. It's not a pain-free one. We always feel like we want to be able to be so understanding and, you know, and, and I want to say it doesn't have to be miserable. Okay. Okay. It doesn't have to be. I mean, and it depends on the situation, obviously, right? Mm -hmm. The more you care about someone, the more energy this process is going to take, the more time it's going to take, the deeper the connection, the more time it's going to take to release it. Especially if you're not so good at knowing what your emotions are, <laughs> which most of us aren't. Right. We're like, I don't know how I'm feeling. Yep. I'm fine. And you truly believe that you're fine. Right. And then, you know, somebody says something and you bite your bite their head off and you're like, <laughs> ooh, maybe I'm not fine. <laughs> <laughs> you know, if we're not so good at knowing what our emotions are, then that becomes more problematic and it takes more time to work itself out. But again, I go back and I know I've said this probably several times throughout the podcast, but, you know, pain is required. Suffering is optional. Okay. Pain is part of the process. Yep. You know, we, we all go through pain. It is what stretches us. It is what what deepens us. It is what expands us into the people we are to become. Mm -hmm. Suffering is the attachment to the pain or the attachment to the thing that we can't have that's causing the pain. Yep. If you can release your attachment, you can reduce the amount of pain that you, you feel. One of the things that happens, especially with like a breakup or something, is that we feel like, oh, they're the only person in the world who will ever understand us or who will ever be able to give us the amazing sex that we had or who will ever be able to connect with us on an energetic level or, you know, who will ever get me, yep. you know, that sort of thing. When we attach lack and loss to the person, when we say that something that we wanted in our lives is now no longer possible without that person, we create suffering for ourselves. Right. There are 7 billion people on the planet. I promise you there's someone else. <laughs> billion with a B, right? Lots of people. They may be rare. I get it. They're not the only one. Right. I promise you. Mathematically speaking. <laughs> Mathematically speaking, it is impossible that that is the case. Right. This is sort of where I'm coming at it from. So make sure that whatever pain you're feeling is not attaching the loss of something more ubiquitous or, you know, something more, you know, non-person, mm -hmm. you know, it's okay to say, I'll never have this person in my life again. Sure. Right. That's true. Right. Yeah. No problem. But to say, I'll never have love in my life or I'll never have great sex again, or yeah. I'll never have whatever is, is not accurate. Right. So make sure that you're, you're assigning the appropriate response. We have a tendency because our lives were spent waiting for the other shoe to drop, and it often did, we have a tendency to awfulize. Yes. Which is Ian Van Zandt's phrase, and I love it. <laughs> um, we, we just stack awful on awful on awful. And we may even come from families that compete for who had the most awful day. Yep, right? exactly. 
And, and so that's where our awfulizing comes from. But we internalize it and we do it to ourselves. Oh, well, this person's gone. So, oh, I will never have this again. And I'll never have that again. And oh, and we get stuck in the nostalgia instead of paying attention to what's still good. So you cannot make any change from the past. You cannot make any change from the future. You can only make change from the current moment. If you are unhappy, you want change. Right. Get out of the past. Get out of the wishing it had been different, the nostalgia, the whatever, and get into the present. And if you don't like the present, change it. Don't just go, well, I can't. <laughs> it's like, well, okay, but then you're going to be miserable. So I can't means I want to stay miserable. You know, you want to pay attention to what your choice of words are, because if you're waiting for someone to come and rescue you, I promise you they're not coming. Well, and if they did, that actually isn't going to help you. No, it's not going to help because once you get better, <laughs> they're going to leave because they're rescuers and that's how they define themselves. And then you'll be left needing someone to rescue you again. And this is a cycle that never ends. This is a song that never ends. It just goes on and on, my friends. Yes. So the question that the person had was, you know, how can you let it go and, and see the beauty and light in the person who hurt you? Okay. Um, how to let go of the anger and the disappointment. So, And that's that process you just lined out for us. I did, but there's another piece. Okay. If you're going to keep the person in your life, there is another piece. I see. And that is, you need to speak up for yourself, which was the part that we talked about, right? Mm -hmm. And you need to be clear why it happened. Because if it happened, and it is likely to happen again, don't go looking for the beauty and the light in that person. Okay. Smack them upside the head and say, this isn't okay, and it will never be okay. And if it ever happens again, I'm done with you. Mm -hmm. You need to stand up for yourself. Well, and you need to set boundaries which are important for you, but right. you also need to do it without expecting what you said earlier, which is that person to be someone that they're not. Right. And if who that person is, is going to be somebody who's going to do it again, then you need to either hold yourself in a way that you expect it to happen, mm -hmm. or... You need to not be friends with that person yep, step or be away. in connection with that person. I mean, I have a friend of mine who disappears for months, sometimes years at a time, mm -hmm. doesn't respond to anything I send her, <laughs> nothing. She's just yeah. gone. And then one day she'll just pop up and be like, hey, how you doing, baby girl? Yeah. And I'm like, I'm awesome. How great to hear from you, right? Yeah. And she said to me that I'm always the first person she calls. When she comes out of one of those times when she's been hermiting. And I yeah. said, well, why is that? She said, because you're always happy to hear from me and you never give me shit for being yeah. gone. I said, that's because long ago I learned to set my expectations that I would sometimes, that I would just never hear from you. Yep. <laughs> I just don't expect to ever hear from you. So it's always a pleasant surprise. <laughs> <laughs> and I think that setting that expectation for yourself is super important. I have friends that that is our relationship. We will right. not talk to each other. And it's not just not, to, but it's like we're off in a different world. Don't even, and sure. then all of a sudden you come back again, and it's like we can either spend time saying, "Well, why didn't you talk to me? Why didn't you answer me?" Blah blah blah, or 
we could just be, this is how our relationship works. And either I'm okay with it or I'm not, but I have to set that boundary for myself. I can't expect you to set it or you to define my boundaries. But you have to be able to set those boundaries. You have to be able to set your expectations appropriately and you have to be willing to do that work. So if you're going to stay in the person's life, you really need to make sure that that's healthy for you. And you need to make sure that your expectations that caused you to get hurt were realistic. Right. Because that's something else that we tend to do. We try to over control. Yeah. <laughs> and then the person does exactly what they want anyway, because we were being controlling. Yeah. <laughs> and then we're hurt. Yeah. Because we associate being controlling with caring. Well, I was just caring about you. No, you were being controlling and manipulative. Right. Right. <laughs> So as I said, I don't know any of the scenario that that this person asked their question from. So I'm just trying to cover all the bases. And so these are all the possibilities. And and as I said, deep topic, lots of pieces and parts. Absolutely. And I have to say sorry to Alexandra. (laughs) Oh. (laughs) Well, Alexandra said to me that that uh she said to me recently that she likes the episodes with guests because um, sometimes because they're lighter and easier to consume. And, and sometimes when when uh, I do an episode, she has to spend like three hours integrating it. And so <laughs> I know this is going to be one of those episodes. And so I'm sorry. I, sorry, Alexandra. <laughs> <laughs> and you're welcome. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Well, there, there's good things that come out of this heavy one. And that's much like anything else. You, you talked about taking our power back by realizing it was never gone in the first place. Mm-hmm. And as part of that, realizing it's never gone in the first place, there's that other part of it that you talked about, which was part of this is on us. Mm-hmm. We've, we've sort of allowed, um, not necessarily allowed ourselves to be hurt, but there's always a little bit of ownership here. And by learning what our actions or inactions were, that caused this and then being able to learn and grow from it. And that's that gift piece that you're talking about is what's the gift and what's the lesson and what's these these messages that we get from this hurt and these relationships, which may or may not be continuing on. Exactly. Beautiful. Oh, so wonderful. So this was great, but I'm going to poke you. Nope. Are we talking about the stuff that you teased us about at the beginning of the episode or not? Nah? Yeah, we can talk. Oh, about good. <laughs> <laughs> So, you know, one of the things that I've been hearing about, I get on the phone, I talk to a lot of people who are talking to me about coming into the program. And in case you haven't heard, I run a mystery school and that mystery school is fast becoming Hogwarts. (laughs) (laughs) So um, I, I run the Sacred Power and Purpose Mystery School. And I have a friend of mine that I'm speaking with about running the early stage programs, the, okay. the stuff that you can take as one-offs that you don't have to commit to the whole process of going through things. And uh, when, I, when I told my friend that I was doing this and I was looking for, for somebody to come in and help with the early programs, the beginner programs, she looked at me and she was like, and you want me to be McGonagall. I love McGonagall. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, yes, I want you to be McGonagall. <laughs> and so she is happily putting things together right now so that she can be McGonagall. So I'm just letting you guys know that this is coming. Okay. These are going to be one-offs. And when I say one-offs, it's a series of programs, but they're going to be things that you can do at home. They're not going to be coaching-based. They're going to be, you know, education-based. And they're going to be, you know, things that you can just learn a topic, you know, how to talk to your spirit guides, 
how to cast a circle, basic yep. stuff. So what I asked people in the group, in the Spiritual Put by Kelly Sparta Facebook group today was to tell me what topics they're most interested in having first because my friend has been teaching this stuff for 20 years and she has a freak ton of topics. Yeah. And so, uh, you know, I would like to, to give you the things that you want most first. She will get to all of them eventually. But, you know, if we know we've got, you know, 15, 20 people chomping at the bit for X, then we will do X first. Yeah. So, you know, give me an idea of what it is that you're interested in learning, and I will happily make sure that it ends up at the top of the list for things that we're going to offer. So, uh, you know, think about the things that you've Googled recently, maybe <laughs> how you found the podcast here, yeah. uh, you know, the things that you wish you knew. And even if you don't know exactly what it is that you want to learn, but you kind of have a sense, you're like, well, I don't really know what magic is, or I don't really understand how to you know, use my intuition, or I don't know what, you know, on anything that's along any lines. Yep. I'm happy to take whatever smush of stuff you put onto the page and I can turn it into something that makes sense. Okay. <laughs> so don't feel like you have to have a cogent topic. It just needs to be, well, I kind of sort of don't feel like I have a perspective, you know, or whatever. So how can people reach out to you to give you this feedback? So you can either go into the Spirit Sherpa by Kelly Sparta Facebook group and post it on the, the video that I did there. Mm -hmm. Or you can email me at kelly at kellysparta.com. And again, Kelly is with an E only, K-E-L-L-E. -L -L -E. No, nothing else. Just E. So kelly at kellysparta.com. Feel free to send me some topics that you'd like to learn about. I, I want to make sure that what we're offering is going to be relevant to you. Cool. All right. That is great. Anything else you want to share with people in the spirit Sherpa by Kelly Sparta Facebook group is also a description. There's a 45 minute video in that group that talks about what it takes to become a transformational shaman. Okay. And it, that covers the entirety of the training program that I offer. And so if you are curious about what the, the full blown mystery school is all about, you could check out that video as well. And that would give you an in-depth look into, you know, the first half of the work is healing yourself, which is why I talk about topics like this. Mm -hmm. And then the second half of the work is the, the deep in-depth, how to work with other people doing your magic. And you get a, you get a foundation in magic and the healing yourself section because we use it in the work that we do on healing ourselves. Mm -hmm. And then the second half is about working with other people. All right. This was great. Any Kellyisms as we head out? Be kind to yourself. That's my my standard phrase it these is, days. <laughs> very Be fitting. kind to yourself because the, you know when you're hurt, you're hurt, and don't try to soldier through. Yeah. One of the biggest reasons we get so angry is because we've refused to acknowledge our own emotions. Yeah. And so, really give yourself space to grieve. Yep. Yeah. And hurt, just like grief itself, is a is a process. To, yeah. to shed. All right. Well, that is all that we have for this week, but be sure to join us next time as Kelly adds another chapter into your guide to energy, magic, and the spirit world. I'm Joey C. here with Kelly Sparta, and you have been listening to Spirit Sherpa. So long, everyone. Bye. Each mile I travel over 13,000 now, I leave behind a little 
Spirit Sherpa is the sole property of Kelly Sparta Enterprises and is distributed under Creative Commons BY-NC-ND 4.0 license. For more information about this licensing, please go to creativecommons.org. Any requests for deviations to this licensing should be sent to K-E-L-L-E at K-E-L-L-E-S-P-A-R-T-A dot com. That's Kelly at KellySparta.com. To sign up or to get more information on the programs, offerings, and services referenced in this episode, please go to KellySparta.com. This episode of Spirit Sherpa has been produced by Honu Voice Productions. Are you waking up to the spiritual world and realizing that you have no idea what you're doing, but you feel like you kind of probably should, especially since you seem to be seeing things and feeling things and having things see you that maybe aren't so great and that you might want to actually control your experience of that. Well, I have great news for you because our Welcome to the Woo program does just that for you. It teaches you how to hold your energy field, manage your energy field, clear your energy field, protect your energy field, and learn how to protect your space. And you learn how to do basic divination and talk to your guides so that you feel like you actually have a clue and have a way to talk to the guides that will help you to figure everything else out. And it teaches you how to make sure that you feel mentally, emotionally, and energetically safe. That means that we also deal with things like fear and anxiety and worry and dread and self-doubt and inner and outer judgments. And we help you build a foundation of self-support and courage. All of these things together create a solid sense of safety in your own life. They will reduce your stress levels in half guaranteed. So visit the website at kellysparta.com and find out more about the Welcome to the Woo program. Your future awaits.